tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. You are watching and listening to AfterBuzz TV's Concert Experience. Joining me today, singer-songwriter Katie Groves. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. We've already become best friends. I know, so this should be pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, we've just been chilling. There's so much Getting our about. camera angles. Mine, mine's best this way. I think that's good. Yeah. Just like dead decided, stare at the camera. Yeah, we've taken a ton of selfies. Y'all don't even know what's been going on. This is happening. Okay. We've been killing it. Since your EP is called Dreams. Yes. There's a little plug for you. We're going to play a um, little <laughs> game. Okay. And all the questions just have the word dream in them. It's pretty Oh, easy. I like that. Let's do it. Okay. Dream duet. Alanis Morissette. Oh. Bezos. I love Alanis. She's like the queen bee. She's like, I would give up anything, like hanging out with anybody else over just for her. Just even me? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, But like, I, I, I know you. you would do the same for like Mandy Moore. Oh. If like Mandy was next to me, you'd be like, who are I'm you? Like, sorry. Katie, who? Mandy. Never heard of her. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I Mandy. Am. I want to be with you. If only for a dream date. <laughs> dream date. Oh my gosh! Hang on. Look, can, do I have to answer these fast? Because yeah, now I got this is like rapid fire. Oh so my you're god! Already losing if this is a game. Uh, Alanis Morissette. Okay. <laughs> have you ever had a recurring dream? Yes, I have this dream all the time that I'm losing my teeth, and I know that that's like I've googled it, and I feel really embarrassed that like I had the dream because it means that you're super full of yourself, and you're afraid people are going to see you look not perfect. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like actually a really bad dream to keep having, but I have, I've had it for years, like 10 years. I used to dream there were snakes in my bed. That's also and like I, something similar. And it, I looked it up and it was like, you're either going to go through a big change or you're yeah. going to die. It's like you're afraid of, yeah. Like, and with the teeth thing is like, you're afraid to not, for people to see you weak. Because oh. if you, you didn't have all your teeth, you wouldn't have your shit together. This sounds like it could be a good song. Can I cuss? Yeah. I just did. Okay. Okay. I was like, I didn't hear it. <laughs> um, last person you had a dirty dream about. Oh my god! I cannot say this on camera. <laughs> you have to because I texted the person. No, it's someone who I used to work with and who's like a father figure to me, and it was the <laughs> most awkward dream. And I like texted them. I hadn't spoken to them in so long, and I was like, I had this really weird dream about you. Did like, you call him daddy? And you no, <laughs> but it was just so too real, too real. Okay. Um, I was like really uncomfortable for like a week. Favorite song with the word dream in it. The Disney song? What is Which it? Which one? No, the Hillary Duff song. Oh my god, this that's what I was saying. Dreams dreams I was hoping you would say that. This is really good. This when is really I see good. You smiling, I got, uh, 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 oh. <laughs> I think everybody listening just turned it off. <laughs> this is a dream. Okay, so the dream EP is out. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that. Hello. But I feel like we have to go back and talk about everything else to yeah. get here, right? Yes. So let's just like rewind. Let's talk okay. about your childhood. Oh, great. That's a great subject. <laughs> how is it? How is Perfect. that? Perfect. When did you first get into music? Because I was in a good mood today. No. <laughs> wah, um, wah. um No. Um, how did I start out? Yeah. So, okay. So my dad growing up, he um, had a blonde mullet and was amazing. And he played drums 
in a band, in a honky-tonk band. We lived in Oklahoma. And I was the youngest of seven kids, so, like, we didn't really get a lot of big presents or, like, we didn't really get spoiled. And uh, we used to go, my mom used to take all seven of us to the honky-tonk on the weekends, and we'd watch my dad and his band play. And they used to play Indian Outlaw by Tim McGraw, and they slayed. They were so good. They had a fiddle (laughs) player. I mean, it was amazing. Like, I'm in, I'm like a little, like, country bumpkin, like, four years old, like, in cowboy boots and a skirt, like, two-stepping with my mom. Like, that was my life growing up. And so... Um, the only thing I wanted was to be a drummer just like my dad. And so I woke up on Christmas morning and there was a big blue drum set with blue candy canes hanging all over it. And he promised me that he would teach because we were both left-handed. And he promised me that that was like my Christmas gift was that he was going to give me lessons to be like him. Oh, that's awesome. So it started there. Yeah. So when did you sort of start taking it seriously? I mean, I was pretty serious about okay, the drumming. About the drums? My, my, my dad wasn't very serious. Drums? He went to prison. Oh. So, like, the lessons, I got, like, one lesson. So, I've okay. got a solid one beat under my belt. <laughs> but you got that beat But down. I remember it. <laughs> if he just would have known that I would have retained it like yeah, a freaking cat. Yeah, he would have taught cat, you a lot more. Yeah, he could have just taught me a lot more, and I would have, you know, been amazing by now, but whatever. No, I love to play. Like, I'll play anytime there's a drum set. Not very well, but, like, if you give me 30 minutes on it, I can figure it out. Okay. Um, But then I took piano lessons for a long time. My grandpa wanted me to do that. And then my grandpa would always be like, I think you need to play the piccolo. And I'd be like, Grandpa, I don't want to play the piccolo. I don't even <laughs> I don't know. The piano. I don't even know what the piccolo is. But my piano teacher, my mom told me this story last week, actually, that he fired me because he to- took my mom aside and told her that he couldn't take our money anymore because I was only there for the snacks. <laughs> and I was like, but he has really good snacks. What did he have? Like cookies, like things I didn't have at home. I mean, seven kids, yeah. right? Like there's not that kind of shit hanging around. There was like cookies and like Hawaiian punch. Ugh. <laughs> Kidding me? Like Keebler cookies. What like brand down. name. Brand name. And he dropped you. He dropped me. So, so that I, was like the first like dude breaking my heart who was also gay. So like story that's of like my a life. recurring theme. Recurring theme. Gay Just, guys breaking my okay, heart. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So you're up next. So you used to impersonate Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Can you do it? No. Just like a run. Can anybody impersonate Christina Aguilera? Yeah, you. No. (laughs) No, but like the one song I used to like, um, I used to always sing that Bless song. It was an extra. Okay, so like you remember when you used to get like singles on CDs when we were kids? Okay, so like I had the Genie in a Bottle single, but then it gave you Blessed. It's like this extra single. It like gave you a little taste of what the whole record was going to be like. And so, like, I would, I would try to go for bless because, like, I was like, all my friends are listening to Genie Bottle, but I'm gonna know all the lyrics to Bless tomorrow, and I'm gonna <laughs> slay it. And the lunch I'm so room, much better than them. Yeah, and it was like the sad one, and I was so emo at such a young age, so I would like sit in my closet and try to sing it, but like I'm not doing it now. So, bye. damn it. Yeah. So there goes my goal for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so were your parents supportive of you wanting to pursue music? My mom. Like I said, my dad was just in and out of prison. Just then, I started getting a bunch of stepdads, and it was kind of just a disaster in that area, but. So my mom was really the only, like, parent figure we all had, but I think that she said to me what I would have said to someone Okay. Uh, now as an adult, and I was so hurt by it for so long, but now I totally get it. Like, I went up to, she was cleaning our pool, we had just moved, um, and she was cleaning our pool, it was like a summer night, and I went outside and I was like, Mom, I've been thinking a lot about this, and, like, I just need you to know that. I'm going to be the next Britney Spears, and I just need you to, like, support that, because it's going to be a pretty big whirlwind from now on. Like, we're going to do this big. <laughs> we're coming in hot. This and is it. she was like, no, you're not. Like, no. <laughs> That's it? No, she was just like, one in a million people get to do that. And, like, 
I don't think you drew the right straw. Like, yeah, sorry, I love you, but you're not special. <laughs> sorry, but like, get a job. And I was like ten and kind of crushed my dreams. But um, no, like she was totally honest. Which my mom, thank God, my I so I'm so thankful that my mom has spoken to me like an adult since I was born. Yeah, she's never poo pooed me or like taught me to like um, get away with anything because of my age. And I think it's really helped me like be a better adult. So when did you you got signed by RCA? At what point was that? I was 20 when okay. I signed with RCA. So I had been uh, bouncing around from car to car to couch to couch to floor to floor, <laughs> mowing lawns. Living the dream. I mean, just delivering pizza. I mean, just like garbage can life for two years to save up money to like record my first songs. And then I did it. And then the first song I put up online got me every major record label which is wanting crazy. to sign me. I have no idea. It yeah. was like, and they all called me the last MySpace artist. So I guess I kind of got in like right at the end. Right I don't before. Know. Yeah. Who knows? But it was great. It was like, I, at first I was really confused. Like, how could this be happening to me? Like, you guys heard the songs, yeah. right? Like, that is insane. Like, I deliver pizza. Like, what do you want? So uh, who, who all did you get offers from? I mean, like, every label every, flew okay. me out. Yeah. Pretty much. Do you at ever the time. Like, think back and think, like, oh, I should have picked this one instead? No, 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 no. Because I think, well, first of all, I've learned like now to never regret anything, even like the things that I really, really want to. Um, but I don't regret it because now I know exactly who I'm not. Yeah. And so like, um, having five labels wanting to sign you at that time was like really, really cool. And I lost my head for probably about a couple months in, in my life in this career but it was you know the major label life is such a crazy thing it's just a bunch of people telling you you're not some small town kid you're a superstar and you're like oh well you know so you go home and you see your family like I'm not your daughter I'm a superstar (laughs) like what do you know I'm not cleaning my room what do you want from me girl I'm the next Britney Spears yeah like remember when I said I was the next Britney Spears bye (laughs) it's happening bye mom so you recorded a whole album and wrote I think you said close to like 300 songs with RCA and we saw maybe five of them. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Talk to me about what that was like. I don't really talk about this a lot because, like like I said, I don't regret anything. Yeah. And um, the breakup with RCA was mutual. And it's because, I, like I said, I found out who I'm not. And those songs don't represent me okay. as a person who I actually am. And, and they represent who I was trying to be to appease a label. You know? Yeah. So I feel like releasing those songs... Um, like my my media guy Nate was saying earlier, it's it's a blessing in disguise. You should see that, and and it really is. Like it's not releasing those songs is probably the best thing that could happen to me. But I fought it for so long trying yeah. to get them released, you know. But um, everything I'm making now is I back it a thousand percent, and this is exactly what I should have been doing all along. It's kind of strange though, because we were talking about this a little bit before. But every major pop star has kind of. Been picked up it's by somebody a rite of and passage. dropped. Yeah, Lady yeah. Gaga, Katy Kesha, Perry. Katy Perry. Yeah, it's like my my best friend Sam. He works for Time Magazine now. Sam Lansky. He just released a book. Go read it. It's called The Gilded <laughs> Razor. It's amazing. Um, he was he he's like my go to for everything. Yeah, that, that's he's been there from the very beginning. He came to my very we met at my very first listening party with RCA in New York. Oh And wow. he came out because he was writing for a blog, and we hit it off and became best friends since then. And um, he told me like this is your rite of passage. Like when Billboard did the article about my breakup with RCA and my whole sort of career, yeah, they called Sam for the whole commenting on it, and he was just like this is what 
you know, the greats go through. And I think Katie can be great. Like, and they all go through this process of, you know, you have to find where you need to be. Yeah. People see the potential. So a lot of people want to work with you, but then you just have to find the ones who treat you well. Well, and then I feel like you're probably super careful now. Picking so your careful. Team and who you write with and who you bring on. I feel so, so, so happy right now with who I have on my team. And it's a very small team. And I feel so at peace for the first time in my life. And I feel so taken care of. And it's really great to have that feeling every day. Do you feel like now you're coming at it as a brand new artist? Totally. I feel like a brand new person in every single way. And so talk to me about your EP now. So now we have this out. Yeah. Dreams. Five Yay! songs. It's really good. Um, what was that like? Because now it's like you can finally release your own music. Was I'm it hard so to pick excited. Which ah, yeah, I was like, when I finally got to like write not under a label, I uh-huh. was like, give it to me. Like, let's do it. Like, I was like in the studio twice a day doing And then I like burned myself out. I was like, I moved out here. And uh, it was right when I got off RCA and I was like, I'm going to slay this. And <laughs> I just like wrote a zillion songs. So I had to get all these songs yeah. I've been saving because I didn't want to give them to them anymore. So I was like, I had to write all these songs now that I've been saving all the oh. lyrics in my heart. And so like I wrote just like a zillion songs and I came out here last year. And then we like narrowed it down. And I found a producer who I love, Josh Grant. He's amazing. Um, and I did my whole EP with him. And it was just just a dream. Exactly. Dreams. That's why I named it Dreams. Cause, I like, love that. When we wrote Dreams and I was sitting in there, I was like, you know what? Like, we've written all these great songs, but, like, I want to show people that, like, I'm not sad anymore. Like, I know. I think when I, I still have to a dream. it, I was expecting it to be, like, very, like, bitter and jaded. No. you kind of have a right to make that album. No. And everyone says that. Like, you aren't you so mad? And everyone kind of presses it on me and out, yeah. like, all the time. They're like, aren't you so mad? Like, on <laughs> me, girls, really aren't you so mad that Regina called me and not you? <laughs> She was kind of a bitch to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, she was kind of a bitch, but... (laughs) No, but, like, no, I'm totally not mad at all. It's, like, all water under the bridge. And everything was meant to be, and because I am so happy now, I don't have resentment towards anybody. And um, Dreams is so happy because I wanted everyone to know, like, hey, like, I'm not mad. Like, let's... Come on. Let's pick yourself back up. Let's do it again. Like, we got to keep going. Because I want to show kids, like, this isn't a pretty business. And, like, yeah, like, people in my life died. And, like, I had nothing left. And I had to move out to Hollywood again and, like, try to figure it out. But this is what dreams are. These are my dreams. Yeah. So that's when I wrote that song that day. I, like, had nowhere to live. And my brother just died. I was just, like, trying to figure out my life. And I was like, I still have a dream. I'm not letting go of it. So. I think that's cool, though. Yeah. And I think even, like, Rachel Platten is I think like 34 yeah and she's been she's had the same thing like drop and just now getting it it. but I think that's really cool yeah when I heard it I was like you go girl you got it you got it I relate queen okay favorite song in the EP oil and water we already talked about this because it's your fave I know thank you but like as an artist you love the slow sad like emotional ones because like I was with someone who I thought I was going to be with for the rest of my life and it obviously didn't work out so um you just find when you're just whole you have to figure out your life again. Like you have to figure out your entire future because you already planned it with someone. So I had to sort of just look back on me and start from ground zero with that song. Is that something you're prepared for? Because I know you've been in the press a lot for relationship stuff. Like now people picking apart every lyric that you write. No, because I mean, Taylor Swift exists. That's true. Yeah. You kind of got it covered. It's like whatever. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, analyze her, please. Yeah. Did you listen to Taylor's song? (laughs) So much more dirt. So much. She references names. Not yet. We'll get that on your album, right? Yeah. Okay, so what's your plan for the rest of the year? Everything, Everything. in the world. I want to, like, do so much. Um, anything 
anyone who knows what they're doing tells me to do, I'm going to do, you know? Like, I'm really going to let people guide me now. Yeah. And I'm not going to be so stubborn in what I choose to do because people obviously know better than me at this point or I would be a lot bigger. But um, I'm going to let people help me is the main thing. In every way, like, let people help me more in the studio and let people feedback on everything because collaboration is what makes people a thing, you know? Um, That's got to be kind of hard, though, too, just because you've been burned before, like... Yeah, it's really hard to trust people, but I'm really lucky, like I said, with the team I have right now. I know that they wouldn't put me in contact with anyone who would do me wrong. Yeah. So it's like kind of like a domino effect with that. So that's great. But um, yeah, just for the rest of the year, I hope to tour again because I just got off a tour, which was fun. Um, And I just loved seeing the fans again and seeing that they still cared. Yeah. And just like seeing them still cry. Like, when they're meeting me, I'm like, oh, my God, stop. Like, this is <laughs> this so is emotional for me, too. <laughs> stop it. Crying. No, I, like, cried all the time. It was annoying. Um, no, but it was so much fun. And to see them even sing the new songs back, like, they, yeah. like their life depended on it, you know? It's, like, so cool. Like, you can't describe that when you're an artist. It's, like, the coolest feeling in the world. It gets me, like, all excited just even thinking about it. But, yeah, I want to tour and just do more stuff like this, you know, meet people and, yeah. and share what I'm all about and... That's good. Yeah. Okay, we ask everybody, best and worst advice you've been given in your career? Oh, my gosh. You probably got some good shit. Yeah, but nothing I should really share. Oh. <laughs> um, be- best advice, be present. Okay. Um, you really can't change anything that happened, and you can't control what's going to happen tomorrow, so be present in right now and, like, take full advantage of it. Um, worst advice. Girl, get you a weave. <laughs> get you. Are you gonna bring it back? A weave? Hell no. I still take them no, out of my like closet and brush them sometimes. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I texted my friend Sam the other day, and I was like, "I changed my will. I'm leaving my six weaves to you." He was like, "Oh you my god, just keep thank one in you." Your purse and just like pet it when you're talking to somebody. No, like sometimes when I'm like lonely on Sunday nights, I like take it out when I'm doing my nails and I like brush it. <laughs> I like brush it. I love that. Yeah, That's I really brush inspiring. her. I call. I called her. A her. The girls. My girls. The girls. <laughs> so my friends who used to know that I wore a weave, I, when I would write any song referencing like my friends and my girls, I'd be like, you know, you're talking about your weaves. They'd be like, instead of like, grab the girls and go. Like, and me and my Sam girls was like, out tonight. I sent Sam a song that was like, was like, grab the girls and go. And he was like, you're talking about your wigs. So I was like, oh my god, no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. Yeah. So the EP is on SoundCloud, iTunes. Get the single. Go ahead and plug all your socials and your website. So everything is just Katie Groves, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, basically everything is C A D Y G R O V E S, like Katie on Mean Girls. Bye, and Caddy. I'm gonna call you Caddy. Um, and my website proper is katiegroves.com, and then you can download the Dreams EP for free actually on SoundCloud, Katie Groves. That's what I did. And on katiegroves.com. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in today. Thank you so much. I'm so happy I met you. I'm so happy I met you. Do you want to hold hands while we do this outro? Just hold hands quietly. There we go. (laughs) If you guys want more from AfterBuzz, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on all the social medias at AfterBuzz TV. We'll see you back in here next time. Yay. Bye, guys.